You were listening to the halftime subs. Literally. Oh god. Let's fucking go. Now here are your hosts, Brett, Curtis, and Ty. Owen, listener discretion is advised. What is going on, world? And welcome back to the halftime subs. It is KO November. We're coming in hot like a hundred push-ups right now, guys. Accept the challenge. We are celebrating Knockout November this month, hashtag KO November. We are raising awareness for men's mental health and men's health. Curtis, how many push-ups are we doing this month, this week? We're doing, whoa, whoa. The this week? week? We're doing 700, bro. How many squats are we doing this week? 700, bro. Let's be a lot of math. How much plank time are we doing? 14 minutes. Uh, 14 minutes <laughs> plank time, baby. That's 14 minutes. Now, y'all might notice there's a voice missing. Ty is uh, a little bit under the weather. He's having a kidney replacement. Oh, my oh. God. <laughs> <laughs> Our uh, thoughts and prayers are with Ty as he gets a bionic kidney put in. They're also replacing his weenus. And yep. his uh, mm-hmm. other things. We can't speak of those right now. Poor Ty. That's a complete joke. He's actually got the flu. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but we're going to try to call him during the show. Now... I have, we have a loaded show, we're going to talk about some Knockout November stuff, we're going to talk NFL, we're going to talk NBA, we are also going to have some big boy fantasy stats numbers, or stats numbers, Jesus lord, (laughs) this is how we're going to start the show, anyways, we have some awesome number breakdowns we're giving to you for fantasy this week, Uh, your boy's been jacking up the fantasy, your boy's been on fire, DFS, MKF, fire. Even our regular league, I'm catching fire. The team's finally taking off. Man, I got whooped this week. My team's loaded. There's no. I should never lose a I'm game. I'm six and two. I am. I'm like two That's... and six hundred. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but we got all that coming your way. However, this is where I would like to start with. So far in the NFL, you have some. Really disappointing teams, mm-hmm. and he has some really impressive things that are happening too. Yep, yep. So, I want to start with this side of it. What to you is a bigger disappointment so far into the season? Would it be the Bucks with being three and five, being in second place in the division? Would it be the Rams at three and five, being third place in their division? Or would it be the Packers who are in second place in their division, but I don't know if they show signs of life. Like, to me, the Packers, outside of the two running backs, don't show signs of life. Yeah. And I like that. I like those running backs. still. But to you, what so far, or I'll even go this route, the Ravens' only losses coming from blown fourth-quarter leads. Oh, okay. So, going off of that, what would you say is the biggest surprise going into this week's matchups? Um, Off the bat, off the bat, for sure, I'm like – Nobody would have if you if you would have told us last year before the season ended, Brady would be or in the in the middle of the summer, Brady would be back. Mm-hmm. The Bucks would be three and five. The so and so, this, this and this, Mike Evans drops wide open passes. Like if you would have told me this about the Bucks, I'd have told you he was lying. So I can't say that they're not the most surprising to me, but the Ravens blowing the three fourth quarter leagues and everything like that, they all those teams are I think every team has a winning record, so I don't. I think it's just the Bucks, bro. I I don't really. The Ravens, the rest of the way, play one team 
that currently have a winning record. The Ravens about to go on a run. Yeah, they are. All right. And they just they got some some new nice pickups on that mm-hmm. defense. So it's so Mike Evans dropping that touchdown pass um, versus the Panthers yeah. to me is the the Bucks season in a nutshell. Yes. The dude got wide open. There was no one near him. Like it's like oh they're they're gonna. It was it. an easy touchdown, and then <laughs> bloop. It was gone. And there it went. It, just, it was gone. It, just it, like it that. went into do 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 do. Like you could literally hear like you get killed Mario. That's literally all I heard when I saw him draw that pass. This Mario yeah. Mario got hit with a little shroom and, and I looked now, at it. Now we don't get touched on. For sure. I looked at it and I was like, I just I just don't know. Like I don't and it's weird because you would think like is it because of Brady's off the field, you mm-hmm. know, things? Is it because the team's not healthy? Alright, so how about this though? All right, so the divorce is final, right? Yeah. It's out in the open. It's yeah, final. It's, it's done. It's amicable. Whatever. Yeah. Um, I can't believe. Does it Brady took this get? Long. Do you think that Brady? <laughs> right? Do you think that Brady, like, weirdly gets refocused? Because he's looked distracted. There has been points and times where you could tell like that anger came out, and it wasn't necessarily like that. Like the, it wasn't the tablet's fault. You know, it, it's not you, it's me thing. That's what it's, I said about Ken Dorsey. Yo, like, <laughs> that's funny. Um, like, it wasn't the tablet's fault. It was he had pent up anger. And I say from all the football stuff, it's all the off the field issues. Well, that's gone. It's yeah. out in the open. We we're done with it now. It's over with. He can go, you know, milf busting, and Yo, watch now out. we can, you know, he can get a Zach Wilson on. Who <laughs> do you think gets hotter, milfs now? Zach Wilson. Or Tom Brady. We are going off subject. Zach Wilson. Why? Because he's over BYU. Tom Brady. BYU Cougar Nation, baby. He's already a Cougar. How could you? He knows how to attract the Cougars because BYU. He is. Isn't that like the? Uh, it's like the Mormon school, right? Aren't they? I, I don't don't get me to lie. I don't know, but I mean BYU's. Uh, Brigham they, Young. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Mm, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, he's a he's a cougar, and he he you know cougar nation baby, he's your guy. He 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 could probably bag Stiffwich mom. Bro, I think that Tom Brady. You can't tell me Tom Brady's not pulling a better milf, cougar than Zach Wilson. You think? Bro, I'm going with Zach Wilson on this one. Just because he's a kid. Just, yeah, because you're not you're gonna get all types of girls that's gonna throw themselves at Tom Brady. That's like, what happened this past weekend. Zach Wilson got caught up looking in the stands, and boom, pick, pick, pick. Uh, yeah, <laughs> that same thing. He, same thing might happen this Jets, week. Jets, Jets been looking good this year until Zach Wilson came around. And they say they want to, they want to keep Zach Wilson at, at the start. And, you know, I get it though. You you've invested a lot in the kid. Right. You need to see what he's got. Don't so, don't throw that shit this week. Tre'Davious White is back. Um, now, I think with the Bucks, if you can get a little bit of health, they're so injured. Yeah, so it's like ten. It's like nine or ten people injured every week. Yeah, I mean the Buccaneers are so injured. However, they get the Rams this week, which we'll talk about that game here shortly. And I think that's almost like a saving grace, to be honest, because they are playing some really bad football outside of their front seven. And Cooper Cup isn't fully a hundred, so that might yeah, yeah, a little ankle thing as well. All right, so I want to take the reverse side of this now. Okay, so those are kind of like some disappointing things that that are a little bit shocking. I think the only one that's not completely shocking is the Packers. I expected the Packers to be bad. Yeah, I didn't. I, I I didn't even pick them for the playoffs. Like, it's weird. You hear the talking heads on the the four and three letter networks talking yeah. about we're so shocked the Packers are bad, and I'm like, 
what shocked you? Like, like they, where was the shock at? Because you got you got your quarterback doing Kambuka or whatever. You got he's discount double checking. You can't even know? you can't even barely name a wide receiver on the roster. <laughs> that the, is so the, true. the tight end's dad's more famous than he is. The offensive line's okay. They're get excuse me. They got a little bit of health back. They got two stud running backs. No argument. Yeah, no, no argument. The defense isn't bad, but they get left, they get hung out to dry more often than not. So they got a lot of young people with a very old quarterback. It's not even just they have a lot of young people, the uh, old quarterback. It's that mentality. After the Bills game, did you see the Jar kid talking about? Yeah, about uh, oh, Stefan did. Yeah, and it's like, dude, y'all just got smoked. And, and you over here, and you over here trying to be petty. You just got smoked, and you—it's not like you didn't get smoked this week, and that's it. You're getting smoked every week, right? Like, what what conversation like, are you trying to? What are you trying to kind of conversation you trying to have? Because we ain't on the—we're not on the same page. And they—I don't—I don't know, bro. It's not, and that's what's weird. When I watched the game, I was like, bro, don't like. I see them chirping in the in the you know in the tunnel coming out to the field, and you're like. I hope this works the way that, that he thinks it's going to work. Like, it might not. Just looking at it on paper is like, bro, y'all not going to stop the their wide receiver core. But mm-hmm. it's like, even though you still went out there and you did it, you're like, oh, well, I finished it. No, bro, you mm-hmm. still got that L. Like, yeah, like that's I, I don't, you can't finish anything with an L. Yeah, how do you finish with it? Like, how is that? Like, I've never heard anybody say, well, I finished it. Right. It's what Stephon, do you mean? Stephon y'all, was perfectly fine. Y'all, like, got, y'all got smoked. Like, right. what did you finish? Stephon like, was like, yo, he started it. I finished it. We got the W. Yeah, that like, good as, good that's it. In, in the, in the question There's not even that. a conversation to be and had. And then they went to him and they're like, well, he said he finished it. Oh, he finished it? No, I finished it. Mm-mm. How? Mm, you you know. you didn't you're not going back to the cheese factory with 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 the W. Oh, sound like you've been at the beer factory talking about that. <laughs> All right, now the other side of that. Ready? The Seahawks leading the West with the fighting Genos. Mm. Atlanta leading the South. Okay, that's what to me is wildly surprising. The Jets and Giants being good. Now I understand they had a setback this week. I understand Zach Wilson's doing this whole thing, but to this point. I think yeah. the Jets are a million times. Now I will say this: without Breeze, to me, it's a huge drop off. Like with Breeze yeah, going down, yeah. they're they're. I think they might be in a little trouble now. Do you think? But James we're just Robinson talking. We're just talking to this point. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I think he does, but he's still going to be splitting carries. It's not like he's going to be the featured back. Yeah. So um, now who knows? Maybe they end up featuring him, but I, I, to this point, they haven't said they're going to do that. They've oh. been they're saying they're, that he's going to be splitting carries. So which the I do same. think. Same shit he was doing in Jacksonville. Yeah, but he was with with Etienne. I feel like James or uh, Robinson. I'm sorry, jeez, James Robinson. Isn't that like yeah, a giant peach or something? Like that? That's his name. No, but oh. like, isn't that like a? I feel like I'm I'm messing a name up right now, but I'm not. But I am. But I'm not. Right? No. Did I confuse you? Did I get it? No. All right. Anyways, <laughs> I feel like uh, with Travis Etienne, he was. You saw the writing on the wall because yeah. the, the, the target market share kept going up and up and up and up and up. Um, also, dude's averaging over six yards a touch right now. When you average six yards a touch, you're going to lose your job to that dude's getting six yards a touch. Bro, like, he's crazy fast. Now, with James Robinson going to New York, um, what's the other the backup they had to Brees Hall over there? Um, Carter. Uh, Michael Carter. He ain't averaging six yards a carry. 
So I think you have an upgrade in Robinson, but it's still not an upgrade from what Brees Hall is doing. Does that yeah. make sense? So they've upgraded, okay. but it's not an upgrade from what, from they, what had. they had. Yeah. You know, um, it's like you upgraded your running back room for the time being. I think, I think the biggest surprise is Atlanta. I don't, I don't. It's hard to argue that. But then you look at what the Seahawks are doing, and you realize they didn't have a Pete Carroll problem. It wasn't a Pete Carroll problem. It was never t- Tyler Lockett, and everybody explained it in a press conference. It was. It was never a Pete Carroll problem. It was not a Pete Carroll problem. And then we look at the orange and blue, and we're looking like, well, maybe that was the problem. Uh, it was a rust so problem. I'm like, uh, because Geno Smith is looking doing, like a Pro Bowl quarterback, yep. looking like an MVP candidate. He's doing that, and that offense is humming. He said it. He said they humming. wrote him off, and he never wrote back. Yeah. You know, so what a good saying. I love it. What a good <laughs> saying. Such a strong. I feel right. like that's, was, like, that's KO was, November in a, in a right. nutshell right there. Right. Um, but yeah, man, Seattle leading the West. I will say this. I don't know. I don't think they end up winning the West. I still think it's the 49ers. They're yeah, just so talented. They have. They are so loaded. And then you got. However, think, Seattle's have, making the playoffs. Yeah. The NFC the is so they're, bad. Okay, I think. Seattle would be one of the teams that will knock off a top team mm-hmm. in the playoffs. Could just because they're just because right now how I see them, you see their chemistry is getting a little a little better. They got Kenneth Walker. Well, here's into the thing: if, let's say Seattle did win the division, okay, you're gonna look at all right, possibly say like Dallas having to go to Seattle if Dallas doesn't come back and never take the Eagles, which. The Eagles don't have a very tough schedule. That's why. No, and not I was looking at the, the Eagles squad. I was looking at the Eagles schedule the other day, and I was like, "They're gonna lose a game. Like, you know, it's gonna yeah. happen." But when you look at the schedule, you go, "Not nah, more than two. I don't think it's gonna be there, though. Right. Like, I think the Titans is their worst game they have really remaining is versus the Titans. See, I had the same conversation with my grandmother about the Bills last night. I was like, "The rest of our schedule." I said, "The y'all better watch out with the fighting too, isn't it?" That's the only. I told her. I said we only have we only have two issues. I said the Vikings and the Dolphins. Everybody else, I can see us beating. We got well. Them. Again, it's one of those things to where because the NFL, like right. you can have the bad those, weekend. But I'm just saying when you look at the schedule, the Eagles outside of the Titans and the other game versus Dallas. Yeah, they don't look. And see, when they play Dallas, Dallas, in theory, should be full strength at that point. At the end of the year? Hopefully. Okay, so in theory, they should be. Um, So, and Dallas is starting to look like they're churning. Do you think Dallas looks better with Pollard or Zeke as the... the, Do they look better when they have Pollard starting, or do they look better when they have Zeke starting? I think they look better when they have both of them. Okay. Like, to me, the actual starting running back in today's NFL, it matters if you have... If you have that guy, like if you have Derrick Henry, yeah, it's okay. That, that's Derrick. But Henry. when you have like <laughs> if you have a Zeke who's aging out of the position, who I think can still be really good and effective if used correctly, Zeke doesn't need twenty touches in a game anymore. You need no. you need Zeke needs to be the situational fifteen to seventeen touch guy, and maybe start moving Pollard towards that twenty touch limit, or, yeah. and that takes so much pressure off of Dak. That takes so much pressure off of C.D. Lamb. And Dak getting the ball downfield is very reliant on the defense biting on Tony and Zeke running the football. Um, especially in short short yard situations, I want Zeke anyways. Yeah, I want Zeke on. If it's fourth and one, I want Zeke. 
Now, if I need if I need a big play, I want Pollard now. Yeah. So it just depends on the situation. I don't think it matters who starts. I just think okay. you need I think you need both of them. For sure. Yeah. Um, with Tampa, however, like they have to me, they have a nice little one-two punch with Rashad White and Leonard Fournette. Yeah. Even though historically the Bucks are on pace to be the worst rushing team in NFL history. Um, oh. I don't know if you know that or not. Yeah. Averaging oh. 61 yards a game. Um, I think that Rashad White should be getting more touches right now. I know Leonard Fournette's the quote bell cow. Yeah. I think Leonard Fournette should be getting more carries overall, but I think Rashad White should be getting the most overall touches. So if it's a combination of throwing out of the backfield, screens, you know, handful of different running plays, mm-hmm. um, different packages for him. I'd even line that. He is the most explosive player on our roster offensively. Rashad White can run. He can run, run. So if it's me, I'm finding ways to get him involved in the game plan because he's so fast. He can break one if given the chance. Mm-hmm. But I understand it's hard because you do have Leonard Fournette, and Leonard Fournette's a stud. That's a, he's a stud running back. Yeah, he really is. He's been a stud since um, the LSU days. But anyway, so who to you is that biggest surprise? Would it be Seattle, Atlanta, Jets, Giants? Uh, all right. The... I would. I kind of figured Atlanta would be having a somewhat good season this year. Like it would be a lot better than last year. I didn't see them being at the the beginning of their their division right now. Um, same with Seattle. I would say Seattle might be the biggest like shocker to me. But in the end, it's like they they didn't really lose anything. They just lost Russ. Yeah, but when they lost Russ, everyone was like, oh, my God, they're tanking. They, they're they were, looking yeah. for C- – they're going to draft CJ. They're going to draft Bryce. I, mean, I don't know. No, no, they're not. They're going to be drafting towards the back of the draft. Like, this is – I feel like – And they might not even need a quarterback. Right, they might not. And that's what's so weird. And it's like you see the wide receivers back, Geno. Mm-hmm. Like, you – like, it was funny to look at it. It could have been – I feel like it could have been – it was a very dope picture just to see – DK, Gino, and Tyler Lockett standing over the mic the other night, and they're like, yo, we figured it out. And yeah. I was like, oh, shit, like, it's about to get real in Seattle. They, they figured it out. Like, the, the fans are behind I'll them. tell you what, I ain't looking forward to playing them in Germany here in Bro, two weeks. And I was just telling my grandmother, uh, I was like, yeah, they got they got games in Germany. She's like, no, they don't. I'm like, girl, it's the Bucks playing um, in Germany. Yes, they are playing in Germany. It's like, I'm going to watch that game. Now... With all that being said, I'm going to go to meet Atlanta. To, is very surprising. But Seattle leading the division is more surprising. Yeah. But because the Bucks are so bad, you know, Atlanta, to me, I guess, would be the secondary choice because I, I thought New Orleans would be garbage. I'm very interested to see what happens because today's a trade deadline. I'm, and there is a lot of rumors um, that the Phillies are going hard after Alvin Kamara. Our Phillies, Jesus Christ, the Eagles. Um, the the Eagles are oh, really making some phone calls for the Kamara. Bills, the Bills is trying to make some too, and then I think their price was a little too high. And if we backed the, out. if if the Bills got Alvin Kamara just for my fantasy selfish purposes, I would be so wildly excited. And I hate Buffalo. You know this. I don't like Listen. the Bills. But if y'all got Kamara for my own selfish reasons. Because you know Josh Allen is going to look to the sky and goes, thank you, sweet baby Jesus. I don't even know what I would feel if, if we – because we're still looking for a running back. So I, I That's just, my point, though. Think how happy your quarterback would be that he would no longer have to lead the team in rushing every week. Think of, oh, my God, I hate it. He'd be so excited. I hate it. Like, I love how Singletary's running a little bit, but God. 
I um yeah, but you want Kamara over single right. series? Right, that's what I said. I, like <laughs> I keep saying, like I love to see James Cook run the ball because he runs with a different type of energy when he's running. Mm. So it's like yeah, you don't care about James Cook if you got Alvin Kamara. That's what I'm saying. You know, it's dudes. like, and I thought about that when James Cook he scored the touchdown. I was like, yo, just think if we really do trade for a running back like that. Mm-hmm. Now I want to play a game. All right. All right. I like games. Yep. <laughs> Would you like to play a game? Um, <laughs> I wonder if we can call Ty. Let's see if we can get a little... little... Let's hit the hotline. What's it? Uh, this <laughs> is a cold call. <laughs> All right. Let's see here. Let's see if we get Ty. Um, while we're waiting, on me answer the phone. So, the game. Would you rather? Okay. All right. So, we're going to put you in a position... Of would you rather this or that? And you got to pick one or the other. Okay. All right. Um, let's see if he answers you. You there? Hello? Hey. What's up? How you feeling, man? I'm good. Um, man, we can't barely hear you at all. We just wanted to see how you're feeling. I told the world that, that she was getting a boob implant. That she was uh, getting a, a, a kidney replacement is why you're not here with us today. Both. No, it was both. I think it was both. <laughs> and you had to get your weenus worked on. Yeah, yeah. But they send their love though. They, they yeah. send their love. They everybody. Everybody the sends their sends thoughts their and prayers. Ty, Ty, I was gonna have you play a game with us, but the reception's really, really bad. So we are just wanting to say we hope you feel better, buddy. I'm trying to. Me and all the kids are sick together. I know. I was sick prior to that. Sounds like a family thing. Uh, don't, don't, don't. <laughs> there you go. All right, Ty, I'm going to let you go because we can't. It's, we're having a hard time with you. Oh, girl, lose your voice, Ty, yo, Duval. All right, man, see ya. All right, so. Lose his voice. Man, I was all excited to have him involved. The reception was terrible. All right, ready? Yes, sir. Would you rather? All right. Would you rather have... Derrick Henry in his prime or Jerome Bettis in his prime? Oh, oh, that's tough. That's a tough one. I love both of them. Um, Ouch. Ow. <laughs> I broke my eardrum. My hand. Uh, Your hand's I would fine. say. <laughs> I, I, uh, come on, let's rap. It's rap so, make I'm going to go Derrick Henry. Derrick Henry. Okay. Derrick Henry. Ladanian Tomlinson in his prime. Oh man. Or Marshall Falk in his prime. Ladamia. Oh, ooh, why? Just because he was just very elusive to me. Like that was who I watched. That's who I grew up watching. Like mm. he was the reason that I love the powder blue charger uniform now. Okay. Like he was he was literally it's him, Curtis Martin. Like I mm. love watching Marshall Falk too, but it was just like Ladamian Tomlinson to me was something that was completely different. He was, he was up. he was super special. Yeah. Alright, ready? Terrell Owens in oh his prime. That's gonna be a good one. Terrell Owens in his prime. Or or Randy Moss in his prime. Listen, I love T.O. to the death of me. Um, but Randy is my guy. I'm going Randy like Moss. Like Patriots like, Randy Moss, like that one year. Yeah, bro, I'm telling you that Randy Moss period is just a different person. Like 
I like I'm saying, watching T.O. I watched T.O. when he was with the 49ers. Then mm. watched him go to Philly. Then when he came to Buffalo, I was like, yo, like this is one of my favorite wide receivers. Mm. I love T.O., but Randy Moss, just Randy Moss himself, they mm. got a, there's a verb, Nate. Like, when you get yeah, Moss, Moss, like, yeah. it's, he's a different breed. Like, and I'm going Randy with that one. Warren Moon oh. or Lamar Jackson? Warren Moon. Really? There would be no Lamar Jackson if there wasn't a Warren Moon. I get it. Like I and then but I think from the same point of who would you just rather have in general? Who would I rather have in general? Um, I don't man, that's a tough one. Ah, uh, yeah, give me Lamar, give me Lamar, Lamar. just because I feel Lamar is a different breed in this this league. Like when I looked at their draft class, mm-hmm. everybody in their draft class with him, Josh Allen, they, it's literally them. You have the other two on the same damn team now, mm-hmm. and then the other guys on a practice squad, like. Mm-hmm. They they were literally talent wise and and just being a quarterback in general they changed the game just see how far it came from Warren Moon to Lamar Jackson okay. like uh, I gotta go Lamar on that one Jim Kelly oh damn or Josh Allen <laughs> come, on, come on Bills fan come on Bills fan I have both of their cereal boxes at my house come on Bills fan uh Josh Allen. Mm-hmm. Just, just talent just talent. to me Arm that's an strength. easy one like yeah yeah just because and then even jim kelly has said it he's like he's like yo like we got to give him the torch like he is he is what we needed in buffalo so mm-hmm. it's like the whole city they even turned there's a street uh, in buffalo named hurdle and it's it's uh a t in it they changed it and put the d on there just because he hurdles everybody and then they got his picture over the actual street <laughs> sign so I'm like, bro, you see the city loves him. I, I, it's hard to hate Josh. Like, it's I gotta go with Josh though. Okay. Mm, Jim Kelly, I got I got his card signed. I bought that. I love uh, for my dad actually. All right, ready? Last one. Oh. In oh honor of Tom Brady and the Zach Wilson conversation. <laughs> Who's got the better Cougar game, New York or Tampa? Bro, what is that? Even that's not that's yep. Tampa. Why? Yeah, that's right. Like if it, it was, come on now. See, I knew you was really a Florida boy. <laughs> hey, you've been here now, long enough. You might as well embrace it. That's right. All right. So next, I want to get into some fantasy talk. All right. Let's all actually right, uh, right. not not talking about cougars. Now, with fantasy yeah. being said, our show is sponsored by Monkey Knife Fight Daily Fantasy. That's right. NKF. Now, guys. Don't try to sit there and play against an algorithm. Don't try to worry about studying for the salary cap and which matchup this and playing against six and seven hundred other people. You got a regular job. You're not a GM. Inside of your bracket. Okay? Don't do that. Go to monkeyknifefight.com. Check out the app. Download the app. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Play a game against yourself. Play a game where you're picking what you want to play. Play more or less. Do you think Lamar Jackson's going to have more or less than 225 yards passing this week? Or do you think Tom Brady's going to have more than 270 yards passing this game? By the way, that's a yes. Um, <laughs> all right. Look at games like total fantasy points. You want to play fantasy points just because it's traditional to play that way? Cool. Guess what? They give you the option. But know what else? Not only can you pick the slate you want to play, you can pick the individual game. So why, why lock yourself in? and play against hundreds of other people in an algorithm and try to study all these different salary caps 
don't do that. Pick the game you want to play, play the amount you want to play, and watch your wallet grow with some of your awesome picks, all right? This week, there is some awesome, awesome, awesome um, props that they have available right now. And you can play anything on it, anything from the UFC to the NBA to the NFL. Pick your game, pick your buy-in, and go get you some money with monkeyknifefight.com. Download the app today. Promo code subs. Guys, if you download the app, when you go to deposit, promo code subs, S-U-B-S, sub, sub, subs. Promo code subs will get you a 100% deposit match up to $100. Guys, that's free money. Mm, So go take your free money, go place your bets, and go win you some real money with it. 100% deposit match up to $100. Promo code subs, monkeyknifefight.com. Download the MKF app. You can get it on Android or iPhone, anything you got, whatever your device is. MKF, guys. Promo code subs. S-U-B-S, sub, sub, subs. Let's fucking go. Yeah. Now, with that being said, I want to see how you feel about some of these matchups that are coming up this weekend, okay? All right. I went ahead and I think as a show, we're going to start throwing out our own show lineup, okay? Okay, I like that. And it's going to be main slate and where we think the most points can come from for your best value, okay? Okay. So, with that said, my number one pick at quarterback this week for the value is Justin Herbert versus the Falcons. The Falcons are 32nd in the NFL against quarterbacks. They're also 32nd in the league in fantasy points per game against. So, Justin Herbert can throw the ball all over the lot, all right? It's in Atlanta, so it's going to be in a controlled environment, okay? Austin Eckler's been playing really, really well. He's getting the ball out of the backfield. You're starting to get a little bit of health back on the outside, getting Keenan Allen back. Yeah. Now Mike Williams went down, but it's okay because you still have Keenan Allen back. You got Everett, the tight end, which actually he's my pick this week. for tight, He's the pick for tight end this week too. Uh-huh. Um, and which we'll go over that number here in a second. But for the value of it, Justin Herbert offers you the best value, I think, at quarterback. Um, at running back, two running backs, all right? All right. Check this out. Aaron Jones versus Detroit. Okay. Really easy pick, right? Yeah, that's, okay. Yeah. For one, the Green Bay Packers can't throw the ball worth a damn downfield. But true. they sure can move the football with those two running backs. Now, Aaron Jones, the reason I would pick him, for one, Detroit's 30 seconds to fantasy points per game against running backs. But Aaron Jones is getting a 50% market share for all carries and a 14% market share of catches. He's literally more than half their offense. He's yeah. also been hot. He's averaging 14 points a game, uh, points per game on away games. And in the past couple weeks, he's had touchdowns and back-to-back weeks. He's had tons of touches. Um, so I think Aaron Jones is a great option. The next one is someone who I've been pumping, pumping, pumping for weeks now. Travis Etienne. I actually have him. <laughs> there you go. So Travis Etienne, he's averaging 16.7 points per game over the last four weeks. I don't know if anybody's been keeping track of this, but I've been pumping him the past four weeks. Um, He's also averaging 6.2 yards a carry. He had a 40% market share of the offense before he fully took over. Now you're talking about a guy who's probably going to have 50% of the market share. So he's going to have tons of touches. He had a 150-yard game this past week. 
He's getting touchdowns. He's got a ton of touches. And the Jaguar, he's the best offensive weapon they have. They're going to have to find a way to get him the ball. Now, um, I lost my train of thought right there. Oh, wide receivers. I was like, what's the next position? <laughs> I couldn't think of it. I just like drew a blank, and I was like, what receivers? Yeah. All right. For receivers, I'm going with Devontae Adams. For one, against the Jaguars secondary, pretty good pretty good option, right? Yeah. Here's the thing, all right? He only had three targets last week. You can't tell me that's going to happen again. There's no way in hell that happens again. He's going to get 15 targets this week. He's going to have probably a touchdown or two. I would be all over Devontae Adams. On away games, this is what's wild about Devontae Adams so far this year. On away games, which this is an away game, he's averaging 20.23 points a game. On away games. Jeez. Um, he gets a 41%, or I'm sorry, 42% red zone market share. As a wide receiver, he's getting the ball 42% of the time when they're in the red zone. Well, what do you want when you're in fantasy? Touchdowns. So yeah. there you go. The next person that I would heavily, heavily, heavily consider, um, Chris Godwin with the Bucks. All yeah, right? Really. Now, he hasn't looked exactly the same, but he's getting a ton of targets here recently. His targets have gone up every single game over the past few weeks, all right? So when he came back, he got the 10 spot, then he got 6, and he's 12, 13, and 11, all right? He's got 6 receptions, 7 receptions, 6 receptions of out of those targets, and last week he had 75 yards. He hasn't gotten the end zone yet. You know that's going to change at some point. Yeah. And the Rams against number two receivers are one of the worst teams in the league this year. And Jalen Ramsey is very suspect. So, yeah, but he's probably going to be on Mike Evans anyways. Which makes it even times suspect. <laughs> yes. So, and we know that we're going to throw the ball a lot. They're at home. The Brady and the Bucks are looking for a kickstart. He's also looking to get something away from the distraction that has been. He took last week's loss really bad. Like, oh. hands, hands, hands down, face down, or hands, or I'm sorry, face down in his hands and... Sitting in his locker for an hour after the game, full pad. Everybody else was showered and leaving. He's sitting there in full pad, still ain't left. He was taking it in. That's those are the players that they really truly love the game. Like, Yo, if he's locking in though, yeah. If he's like, if that distraction is starting to go away though, after the announced divorce now and everything else, and he's gonna start locking into what we see he he is, bro, it's about to be on. Um, now tight ends, I already kind of. You know, said it earlier, but just to kind of back it up, um, Gerald Everett, to me, is the absolute best option at tight end. Um, depending on which fantasy site you're looking at, he's 5800 bucks. However, Atlanta, 23rd fantasy points per game against tight ends. Overall, their pass defense is 30th in the NFL, 31st all overall. Um, 30th against the pass. The implied total for the Chargers this week is 26 and a quarter. So, they're looking at a, probably a lot of points scored, yeah. and they're really bad against the tight end. What better way than to stack your quarterback and your tight end? Those two seem to have pretty good rhythm so far this year. Um, for the most part, he's been really good. Now, he has had a couple clunkers this year. He had a bad game versus Jacksonville, had a bad game versus Cleveland. He didn't have a really good game versus Denver, but Denver is actually pretty good versus tight ends. Mm-hmm. Um, but versus Seattle, versus Houston – Versus Kansas City and versus Vegas, he had really good games. So, 
he's kind of he's kind of in line where you see the points are starting to kind of go back up again. So I think this week we'll probably have a really, really good shot. He's got 45 targets this year. Um, he's got two tutties. I think he'll get another one this week. I can't believe we're halfway through the season. Already. I know. How do you feel about the lineup? It's 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 dope, man, because mine, I literally, so I went with Travis Etienne. I thought that was the best option as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually liked, who did I, I liked, uh, I liked Jalen Hurts and A.J. Brown this week just because I don't believe the Texans secondary is going to be able to do anything with them. The only reason I went away from that is because if that game gets out of hand early, they're going to throw a lot less. So that's yeah. what scared me off. That which is so true because, mm, and everybody's thinking that with the Bills now, and I'm like, no, please don't say that. Um, I like, I like Waddle. Mm-hmm. I feel like Waddle Waddle will be able to do something just because of the Bears, they they're trading away their defensive pieces, so they're gonna Hot have team. they're gonna have gaps, and Waddle's he's gonna be doing a lot of fucking waddling in the end zone. So you very well might. And that, to me, I just don't. I don't think it's it's what they think it's gonna be. Um, and then tight end, it's funny because my tight end that I chose was Travis Kelsey. Okay. Um, just because. Well, I mean, it's Travis Kelsey. It's Travis it's, Kelsey. Yeah. Like, um, and Juju is cool. Uh, they got all the wide receivers on the outside, but I just feel like their secondary is not gonna have anything for Travis Kelsey. We're gonna talk about that game here in a second, though. I have a theory about that game. I think it's a really bad stylistically matchup for the Chiefs. See? I do as well just because the Titans that we saw this past week will will not be that Titans anymore this year just because they didn't have, you know, Tannehill. They threw Malik Willis in there. Um, he was, what, like 6 for 10 on passing. And you gave the ball to Derrick Henry a bunch of times. And he's literally the only player... Uh, other than Eddie George on the Titans, to have four consecutive games that have two touchdowns against the same team. Mm-hmm. And he went over 200 yards rushing. So it's like, dude, like, that offense is crazy if you're going to run the ball, but that just shows you how powerful he is. I will say this. I hope they keep the kid in because the possibility of him tucking some of those balls from Henry and then taking off taking is off a is real really, thing. It's and it's like, bro, if y'all can't stop that, I don't know. Like that's the only reason the ball's not gonna get thrown. Mm-hmm. But if even if it does and he gets comfortable to throwing the ball, you gotta watch out. They might have a weapon in Tennessee. Kansas City is favored by twelve and a half, which is a big number that's to me. Huge. That's a big, big number. Now it isn't Kansas City, I understand. It's a night game. Like I'm not saying Kansas City's not gonna win. All I'm saying is that this game's going to be close, and it's going to be close because Derrick Henry's going to hold on to that ball for the Titans' offense, which makes it to where Kansas City's only going to have so many offensive chances. Yep. As soon as you start taking away those offensive chances and they're not getting 60 and 70 snaps, things can be a little bit different. You know what I'm saying? For sure. And So I think that just stylistic is about Now, I'm I'm still gonna say Kansas City wins. Yeah, picking Kansas it'll, it'll City. It'll be like a it'll be like San Fran and Kansas City again. Like, but I just I really feel that the Titans stylistically could be a bad matchup for them. Does that make any sense? Nah, it makes a lot of sense. Like I just I really like on like when you look at it and mm-hmm. you, you see the matchups and you see like on paper you're like all right, 
Like this, this might be fairly an even game that you know a lot of people think could be one sided, but it mm-hmm. might fairly be a pretty even game. Yeah, no, I mean, and it could be, but again, Kansas City should win. They're favored by thirteen and a half or twelve and a half. I just don't. That, I think that number's too big. I really, really do. Um, Tennessee. I'm trying to pull it up real quick because my phone's not loading like I want to. Um, Kansas City's offense ranks first, like on you know across the board on everything, yeah. um, and the Titans' defense isn't as bad. It started the year really bad, uh-huh. like they were terrible start of the year all of a sudden, and the next thing you know, they kind of just they hit a groove. You know what I'm saying? Anyways, I just think it's gonna be a really interesting game. I think stylistically, it just it really is a, a bad matchup for them. Though I just have that weird feeling. I think that number is too big. It, but it's the Chiefs. I think they're going it off of, and I think what they're going to go, like I said, the 49ers game is, it's like nobody expected them to win by, you know, double digits like that. Yeah, but that game kind of got away from them. Yeah. It, it got a little away from them, so. And this game can get away. I'm not saying this game can't get away from the Titans, too. Mm-hmm. It can. I'm just saying with Derrick Henry running how he's been running, and if they can control the ball, the Chiefs won't have as many opportunities to yeah. run up the score. I want, I'm curious to see the time of possession after this. It will be interesting. Yeah. Next game I'll talk about. Raiders at Jaguars. Ugh. Battles at two and six. Disgusting. Like Battle. I know I, I know like and I really want to root for the Raiders, but it's like uh, I They don't got know. blanked. Devontae Adams had three targets. How do you have one of the best receivers in the game and only target the dude three times? And you're getting shut out. And two of the targets didn't even come to the fourth quarter. Bro, he had one me. target. They were getting shut out. Everybody and he only got had, shut out. He only had one target going into the fourth quarter. How does that even... How do you not have that conversation the, like with your quarterback? Hey, target your boy. This is why we got him. Somebody. Force him to, somebody fo- to the point. Force something. him to football. Like, I don't... Oh my god! Even even Josh Jacobs got me like three, four points in fantasy this week. Like the entire offense was a dud. It was bad. I think Etienne has a big game though. I think I he has another big game. It's in Jacksonville. It's gonna be hot. Yeah. It's gonna be muggy. It's it. This is like that that yeah, Jackson was a three and six. They've been so close to so many they've games been this so year. Close so to winning. close. So it's like, and it's hard for me not to kind of root for them just because we're always seeing them. And I'm like, ah, oh, they can do it. Like, they I, can. I, I want them to win. It's but... weird because you can see where they're winning, and then they're in some of these games, and you're like, damn, they lost this oh game by one God. possession. Like, it, uh, the game the other day that they had... they were up on the Eagles by 14 at one point, right? Like, and then what is it? Uh, they just played. They just played overseas, right? Oh, versus Denver, uh, yeah, yeah. Versus Denver, yeah. That game, they were literally there was up, no reason for them to lose then, that game. And then the last, like that last. They could have went downfield, scored, won the game. It was just Trevor Lawrence fumbled the ball. So it was like, oh, my God. Like, you guys are that close. I'm, you're starting to kind of question a little bit about Trevor Lawrence. I know you're supposed to be, you know, a lot of these Behind him, you know. <laughs> it's a little bit. Makes me question time. Get, like, get a little. Travis, Travis is your, your star. Get him the football. Something, but, but it, I don't but know. But Trevor Lawrence, man, starting to kind of question a little bit what's going on because – it ain't it ain't fully clicked yet, that's for sure. Yeah, I'm a. I, but I will say this: I feel like it's almost like a redo of his rookie year because last year was just so goddamn. And bad. he's he has to do a lot of learning, and we're mid season. I'll say if the thing if it doesn't look up by week twelve for the Jags, if they not if they're not in the the process of winning more games or showing that they can win these mm-hmm. games, 
I then then at that point I was like, uh, we gotta just yeah. then we'll really be in panic I think mode. We'll think slap start, the panic button. I, I after think that. It, and then you start looking at the C.J. Strouds, the uh, Bryce Youngs, uh, uh, Elevens. Uh, yeah, that would be really bad. I kind of want him. To, I kind of want him to to go to Detroit. <laughs> Rocks it. All right, next game: Bills versus Jets. The spread thirteen. It is that's a that's a big one. Um, now, is that too much? Um, I say no because Zach Wilson. Uh, I think that Zach Wilson <laughs> gets caught looking at the Mills and throws three picks, and with no breeze, means there's going to be no chance of a lead. Yeah. I, I think the I think the game's close early, but I think the the talent of the Bills pulls away. And, Probably from like halftime on, and then you end up seeing a score or something along like thirty-seven, seventeen. And uh, what's his name? Elijah Moore. You already you got you got issues with your wide receivers and mm-hmm. your quarter. They're telling the press, so you got there's a lot of different issues right now in their locker room, and it's like eh, I don't know. And the Bills are six and one. Mm-hmm. This is the first time we've been six and one since '93. So the Rolling. energy, the energy is good, and Tre'Davious White just got activated back to the fifty-three man roster. So, I, uh, man, I'm going. You know, I always get, I, I get cautious to get excited when somebody's been out for so long. That's how but I like, feel. Think about right off rip, they're gonna be that great, but give them a couple weeks, I think it'll be all right. Right. Point. Yeah. All right, ready? Next one, battle of disappointment. Rams at the Bucks. So Stafford has more interceptions than touchdowns. Yeah, that sounds about right. Cup has an ankle injury. The Rams' offense is 30th overall. I think that trend completely continues. Um, I think the Bucks figured, I'm, I'm going to say it for the last, this is the last time I'm saying it. This is the week the Bucks figured out. <laughs> I've said it like three times now. But see, yeah. And here's why I say that. I think the distraction of what's been going on with Brady finally goes away. I think the ball gets spread around between Godwin and the backs. And I I think Chris Godwin and the running backs end up having a decent game. Now, I wouldn't look from it, at it from a rushing standpoint. I'd look at it from getting the ball out of the backfield standpoint of, you know, screens and us starting to do some different things offensively. Yeah. Um, Jalen Ramsey has a knack for getting dusted for his big game receivers. Yep. So, Mike Evans... Be, be on, yeah, be, be on alert, thing, baby. <laughs> but the Rams show no life on offense outside of when Cooper Cup has the football, and he has an ankle injury. Yeah, he's got so, an ankle issue. I just I don't, don't see it. And they're talking about trading Cam Akers. It's all this, all this talk that LA has. It's weird. It's very weird. I feel like they're. This talk might about, be a hot talk take. about a fall off too. Check this out before your hot take. Okay. The Rams are in such a bad situation with no draft capital. <laughs> they have no money for next year. That they are you want to talk about a Super Bowl fall off. That's my hot they take. They are in That's trouble. That's my hot take. And I feel like this They're not even going to make the playoffs this, this year. This fall off is going to be it's not going to just be this year. I feel like it may lead into half of next season. I was going to be well. more than that. Because it's, them and the 49ers won't have a draft pick until like the 2026 draft maybe. Yeah. And it's wild to hear, but it's like, yo, the 49ers got pieces for for time to come, mm-hmm. you guys sent all this stuff out. You don't have Odell, 
AD had his resident, you know, the retirement letter sitting on the desk at the Rams facility. Mm-hmm. They never sent it to the NFL. So that's why he never retired. Mm-hmm. So you think if you get rid of him, you just got Jalen Ramsey back there getting blew by big wide receivers. It's like, yo, you got a quarterback that's barely hitting the one wide receiver he's supposed to hit. Mm-hmm. You spent the money for Allen Robertson. He's put a missing poster out because he has not no, shown up. Bad. So I don't know what to do, bro. It's like you talking about trading or what, you're running back out of uh, it can't happen to a better franchise i hope y'all lose every damn game i, I, I never um, really they don't even have home field advantage at home no they really don't so and i they are i'll tell you what they lose this week and they go to three and six yeah, they are well. hang it up hang it up <laughs> yeah you ain't you, you ain't. hang it up click, click. but here's the worst part even if they have a terrible year they ain't getting no be- like. There's just yeah, there's, there's not no, there's, there's not much hope because you gotta think in all reality. So let's look at it like this: you might and have this year. Aaron Donald are talking about retiring. You don't think he's right. gonna retire? He's gonna retire year? after at the done. end of this year. He's yeah, done. Done. So I wouldn't I wouldn't suspect you know I wouldn't suspect them making a run for anything in the next couple of years. No, they are in trouble. You know, they now, they another so- 20 years before they win the Super Bowl. They they sold everything for the Super Bowl, and you know what? I'm on board with that. I understand that. I get it. However, boy, you really, really more. You know what? And the Bucks are in a similar situation, too, but the flip side is we have all our draft capital. Yep. So if we want to make trades, we have the draft capital to do it. If we want to keep our draft picks and keep, you know, getting a little younger, which is about to happen, because I don't think Brady's with Tampa next year. No. Um, I don't. I still think he retires. Yeah, I want him to retire, bro. You, um, you, if you get whatever stats and records you break this year, um, all you know, all praise to him. Like he's he's the best, bro. So at this point, I hope you know if this is his going away tour, you um, know. Let's give him a, a wonderful farewell tour. Yeah, you know, it I'm started not... out shaky, but I mean, only Tom Brady could get through it. You ain't kidding. What a, what a, what a, that, what a story <laughs> that would be. If Tom it. Brady leads this right, turns this ship around, literally. Um, but I think the Bucks do. I think the Bucks turn around this week. I think they win. Yeah. I think that. I don't think they win handedly, but I think they win comfortably. But the Rams maybe score like a garbage touchdown late and, and make it look a, closer. It's a start than it is. of something new. It's new energy for them at the. It is. It's a lot of a lot of new. A lot a lot of new. I, and I, you know, here it is. You guys, you got the Rams, then you got uh, Seahawks, and then then the bye week. Yep. So. You got two games that are winnable. Now Seattle looks really good, but those overseas games, dude, I don't. They're, those those the records don't seem to matter over there. Like none of that shit seems to matter all, over it's there. All it's all show over there. It's it a, is like a, it's just it, it's basically just a live two. Show. Who handles the travel better is really who wins those football games. And it's not really it's it's the true feeling of a neutral game. It like, really is. Like you, uh, you will see so many different other teams' jerseys there. They're just excited to well, see. Well, I think it. I think Tampa's gonna have a a, a, a larger fan base there because Tampa's been going overseas more than Seattle has. And I think, I think the Bucks have a bigger pool just because you have to think it's Brady. How many what people? Is that? Yeah. How many people worldwide love Brady and mm-hmm. then they just follow Brady to whatever team? Oh yeah. Um, and Germany's. Flag colors are kind of they kind of match the Bucks colors. So, <laughs> I mean, I'll go with that. Too. They're they're kind of Buckies. <laughs> right, you know, I I do say you brought up draft capital uh, and everything with the Rams. Do you think the Bears will make it with all of this draft capital? Like they have, I think they said they have nine draft picks in the next upcoming draft, mm-hmm. and they have over a hundred million dollars in cap. They're gonna have to figure out offensively some something going on because. 
Justin Fields for when he needs help. He has no wide receiver help. His yeah. receivers are garbage. And they can't. His they tight can't, end is garbage. They can't put everything on him. Um, well, they are putting everything on him now. You, you're putting everything on a young quarterback who has zero around him outside of the running backs. Right. And that's not really fair. I think you get him a little bit of help. Think about Josh Allen the year before uh, Diggs got there. Right. I mean, right? Like, right? So we had, one, we had one, Zay Jones. We had a bunch of – we yeah. had Kelvin Benjamin. Yeah, exactly. Like, oh Kelvin Benjamin looks like me. Man, if y'all don't know what I look like, right. boy, I'm pushing 350. And this man, he tried to go play tight end. He had to switch his position from yeah. wide receiver to tight end, and yeah. then got put on the Giants, and then got cut. Like, yeah. So I think that you get him some wide receiver help and get him some help around him, get him a legit tight end, get him – give him a legit number one receiver – and you start seeing some some different things happen. Um, for them, it's going to be that what's on what's left in that defense. There ain't, yeah. there ain't much left. Yeah. So, so that that to me is an interesting part of that. But you know what? You got nine draft picks, and you got a they got a fucking boatload of money. So they'll be able to figure something out. I'm but it, the flip side is, it's like it's the Bears. It's like they're notorious for messing this up. Like it's the and Bears. And that's where like, it's like, oh my god! And I, I'm, I'm rooting for the Bears. Like there's a part of me that loves the Bears. Like I want to root for them. Mm-hmm. Like that was that was uh my mom's father's team. Like so, mm-hmm. her telling me all this stuff, and I'm like, oh, all right, yeah, the Bears. I kind of grew up like I, that. Uh, and oh, it's just like I don't want them to mess this. I one think up. that Justin Fields just needs to help. If you get Justin Fields help, I think he starts seeing a better quarterback. Yeah. Um. All right, I wanted to go in the NBA talk, but we're up against the wall. I know we got to get going. I know you got to get going. Yeah. So we're gonna save that for this next week. Cause I really wanted to talk about this stuff going on with Kyrie. Oh, I wanted God. to talk who was. Yeah, more, we, I wanted to talk about who who's in a worse situation. Is it Westbrook with the Lakers or Kyrie with the Brooklyn Nets? But you know what? I just don't uh, want to bring that kind of negativity into the world. <laughs> uh, <laughs> with that being keep it said, on the court. <laughs> it's knockout November, guys. Accept the challenge. Let's help raise awareness. For men's mental health we have seth Suare coming on uh he was supposed to come on today uh had an issue come up he'll be on next week's show he is a sports psychologist and he is a leader in certain research especially when it comes to how music affects the athlete which is incredible to me um so we are going to have an awesome conversation with him we want to talk men's mental health with him we're going to talk about uh some sports uh, psychology things with him. I'm really interested in asking him about some of the streaks that are within athletes that happen. Like when does it when does it go from a physical thing to a mental thing? Um, but we are so excited to have him on coming up this next week, and we can't wait. So uh, you know, shout out to that, and we hope you guys enjoy that. Um, next week NBA. Next week, I'm gonna get you boys out your comfort zone. Though this is a preview, guys. This is the preview. This is what's coming. Next week we're talking World Fucking Cup, baby. It's I here. Actually, am ready. USA, for this. USA, like, USA, I'm ready for this. USA. This is, it's here. It's gonna be in our backyard, right? It's... No, it's in Qatar. Good job. Jesus it's Lord. A very far backyard. Like you have a yeah. huge, you have a compound. Yeah, skip a couple rocks over yeah. the pond. It's okay. I got us. Yeah. Well, I want to do a World Cup preview next week. Oh, that's lit. It I is gotta here. get a jersey or something. Yeah, for an American jersey. Yeah, that's, that's, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, I already American got jersey. a soccer jersey. I yeah. need an American jersey. An American jersey. 
All right, guys, thank you so much as always for listening. Y'all hang with us. Y'all stick with us so, so faithfully, and we love you for it. Um, Ty, we hope you get better with uh, getting a new metal kidney in. I don't like you at all. Ouch. (laughs) Um, The guy's having like a metal kidney implant. Oh, my bad. I I love you, bro. It is mental health and everything. I'm sorry, bro. Let me uplift you in this this time. Um, Yeah, good luck with your kidney. I love my friend. Hope Um, Hope your new metal kidney works out. Guys, with it being knockout November, hashtag KO November. Uh, stay positive, man. It, it's okay to not be okay. There's a lot of stigmas around men's health that we're really, really wanting to focus on um, and give an outlet to somebody. Uh, we have a private Facebook group that we've set up. If you want to get involved, all you have to do is DM us. Uh, you can join it. And, uh, you know, if it's nothing but guys in there, we're going to be talking about, you know, things that men go through and uh, some of the stigmas of it and how we want to kind of try to help change the way that people look at it from you know especially from a man's standpoint we look at it from a standpoint whether it's we have to provide we have to do this we have to do this and you know sometimes for us we need a little help and that's okay you know um to help raise this awareness so we have the ko challenge and that is a hundred push-ups a hundred squats and a two-minute plank every single day yeah baby for the month of november mm-hmm I uh, came up with this idea. I am... Instantly regretting it. That is the understatement of understatements. I regretted it the minute I hit the floor. And then I realized my fat ass is going to have to roll to get up. I was like, what in the world? Oh, man. What is wrong with you? Um, Maybe next year I'll push like 10 and 10. <laughs> Double doubles, baby. Yeah, no. Just 10, 10, and... 10, 10, and 25 seconds. Okay. <laughs> but this year, not so much. We're going we gonna to bust this thing. Yeah. Now, guys, we appreciate it, though. If you're interested, make sure you hit up this Facebook and uh, on Facebook group. You can always hit, up, up, hit us up on all social media at Halftime Subs. Mm-hmm. Make mm-hmm. sure you show love to our guys at Monkey Knife Fight promo code subs for all your fantasy needs. If you're looking to start a podcast, look no other spot but Anchor. Guys, Anchor is lit. Um, which I have a new show coming out, which I don't know. Can I preview it? Should I preview it just really quick? Nah, nah, nah. We got to let them know when Ty gets here. Huh? Got to let them know when Ty gets here. No, it's okay. Ty's all right. Ty oh. don't need about the show. He need about show. <laughs> I have a new show coming. Um, it is completely sponsored through Spotify and Anchor already. Mm. Um, it was actually their idea. Technically, it was not my idea. So that was kind of, it's, it's a really cool opportunity. Um, it is called Thick and Loud. That's how uh, I like my women. I know. I'm, I'm married to a Spanish chick, so that's exactly how I like my women. It's kind of funny. There's a couple of things I like like that, but this, you know, I don't, don't want to get in too much trouble. Whoa. But uh, be on the lookout for that. I do have a new project coming, and uh, it's going to be really comedy-based. I'm going to be bringing in comedians. I've already got two locked in. Uh, I've got a couple shows written already, so we uh, I'm having to wait for a few things to clear before I'm allowed to start releasing episodes. But yeah, be on the lookout for that. I'm pretty excited about it. Um, anyways, guys, thank you so much. As always, we appreciate you, and we are out. Peace.